Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Born to Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Marsha Waiteka. Conversations plus connections equals community. Those are my three C's. The heart of my show is what's your story? It's my belief we all have stories. Some are similar, others are uniquely different. Storytelling brings the passions of my guests to life through our conversations. So be prepared to be entertained, informed, and inspired. Welcome to today's show. Thank you, everyone, for joining me today on this episode of the Born to Talk Radio Show podcast. My guest is Tosin King James. He is the author of Soulfulness, a 21-day do-it-yourself program for spiritual healing, prophecy, dream study, inner guidance, and total mastery. Welcome to the show, Tosin. Thank you, Masha. It's, It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. It, it is my pleasure, and yes, you have a beautiful accent. So maybe that will come out because you do, my friend. So it, you do. I, you, I'm, I cannot be the first one that has told you that. So um, I'm glad that made you smile. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself so people can go, gee, I wonder where that accent is from. So tell us about yourself, Yes. Uh, well, um, I'm, uh, originally um, – uh, I'm from Lagos, Nigeria. Uh, that is somewhere in the center of Africa. Uh, that is where I was born. That is where I grew up um, in Lagos, which is uh, the most populous black city in the in the world. Uh, and I had wonderful experiences there before uh, eventually coming to the U.S. So you you can call me a Niger American. <laughs> I like <laughs> that. <laughs> How old were you when you came to the U.S.? I was I was not very old. I mean, I came to the U.S. like uh, three years and four months ago. <laughs> oh, not too long. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't too- realize that. That that's yeah. that's very interesting. That that's very yeah. interesting. Well. Very interesting is an understatement because you, my friend, are a true Renaissance man. You have been a dramatist. You've been a screenplay writer. You're an experienced journalist. You've been a talk show host and a producer. And today, you are a teacher of practical spirituality and an author of your current book that I just mentioned. Wow. That's a lot. That's a huge <laughs> um, resume of describing who you are, but we're going to get to know you as we go through this podcast together because I think that you believe that business is love. And I'd like to know, what do you mean by that? Yeah. Uh, Thank you. uh, First and foremost, thank you for all those uh, encomiums. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I I really appreciate that. Um, Business is love. Uh, you know, I, I say that and most times uh, people are surprised because um, the traditional uh, concept or understanding of business is, oh, I, I want to make money, you know. Uh, you, you know that, that's, that's the basic understanding of it. However, the true essence of business 
is the giving and receiving of love. Okay? If you look at any product, if you look at any business, it has to do with giving value. It has to do with making life a little bit easier for the next person. You're doing a show. This is a podcast that is giving opportunity for people to improve their lives, okay, which, which means you are giving love, okay? And in return, people, that's your listeners and your guests, and also who knows maybe money that's going to come from it, you know, will we'll give you back some love and a lot of goodwill that, that follows it. If you look at any, maybe you have a restaurant, okay? You're cooking food. You're making good meals for people. You're trying to improve their lives. You're trying to add value to their lives. You're trying to show them appreciation for being alive. That is love. Okay, and there is nothing that we can do well without love, without seeing love or that business, that action from this perspective of the giving and the receiving of love. When we stop seeing it as giving and receiving of love, then we start having issues with greed, corruption, defective products, products that are made just because we want to line our pockets instead of making life easier for the next person. So show me any business that is doing well, okay, that is not based on the principle of love. Wow. <laughs> Masha. That's, that is so important. That is so important. And, you know, I feel that. When you and I have spoke prior to being on the air today, I feel your essence. And I think that's because you resonate with me and because I feel your genuine authenticity. And you speak from experience. And you've written this beautiful book that I am absolutely going to be a part of. And as I mentioned to you off the air, I have given that as a gift to my friend. I would also Thank like you, people Masha. to... Oh, of course. I also would like those of you that are listening right now, and I hope you stay for the entire show, but I would like to spell Tosin's name so that if you choose to, you can easily go to his beautiful website. So it is spelled like this, T-O-S-I-N-K-I-N-G, J-A-M-E, Tosin King james.com and on that on his website you can learn more about him you can see his books you can see his blogs you can even purchase his book right off of his website and i'll make sure that that link is included in my follow-up blog but what i wanted people to know because i find you truly you know there's this there's this joke um uh, maybe you've seen it um the the Dosecki's man the most interesting man in the world I'm sorry I I think he's <laughs> going to have to take a step aside to you my friend um <laughs> I mean that so there there are two I know well hey that's just how I feel there are two axioms that relate to what you do do what you love and the money will follow and love what makes love makes the world go round 
Do you think these are still accurate today, and how does that work today? Oh, yes, it, it does. Uh, before I launch into that, uh, let me thank you uh, for, for the beautiful gift you just give me because uh, you'll be the first person I'll meet who would take the time to spell my name for for the audience. I mean, for your listeners, so that I'm also directing them to to get the book. Uh, thank you very yes. much. Uh, my pleasure. You, you may not realize it, but that is love that you you you've just given me. A lot of love, actually. Um, it is. <laughs> if you look at the the two um, old actions about uh, do what you love, and the money will follow, and love makes the world go round. Uh, these two uh, statements underscore uh, my earlier explanation about or definition about love, okay, and love and business being together, see, or being the same thing actually, you know. If you want money, okay, and I keep telling people, let your focus in the actions you take be money, okay? Let money be your servant, not you serving money, okay? Because that makes the world a very terrible place when people are serving money instead of money serving them. Man made money. Money did not make man, okay? So we created money, and we created it as a unit of exchange or to measure, you know, efforts, actions, you know, and values that have been generated. So which means the most important things are the, uh, the value, the efforts, the actions that we're, that we're taking, that we're given. And that means love. So anytime you provide service, and another word for love is service, okay? Anytime we're, we're making what we call service delivery or providing service, what we're doing is we're showing love, okay? We're showing love to another person or we're showing love to the environment. So and automatically, this is just, it's just mathematical, okay? money definitely will come. Like I mentioned earlier, if you have a restaurant, you open the place so that you can make good food for people. And the food that is going to nourish their body and also provide an environment for them to hang out, okay, or to exchange love between themselves, their families, their loved ones, their friends, and so on and so forth. You discover that it's just automatic. Anybody who walks into that restaurant, buys your food, definitely is going to give you money, unless they're stealing it, you know, the food, you know, and they're yeah. not going to steal it. So it's going to be something that will lead to you receiving money. So the most important thing in life is to, to give the love, do whatever it is that gives you the opportunity to love, to show love. And when you do, the universe, economics, nature, and your customers will give you money, okay? And also a lot of goodwill that comes with it. So love makes the world go round. When I love it. We, that, is, that, is, that is automatic. You know, that is something taken for granted and is just true. 
because you only do business. If we go back to business again, you only do business with someone that you like or love. If you don't like someone, okay, you, you're not going to do business with them. If you, Masha, for instance, if you did not like relating with me, you're not going to, you would not have invited me to come to this show. Okay, so which means there is a measure of love involved. And for me, too, I listened to your podcast, and I related with you, and I say, oh, I love this lady. Okay, <laughs> I love her show. So it, because I know that being on your show will allow me to show more love, okay, and also for you to be able to show me a lot of love. And also together, we're showing the audience, I mean your listeners, a lot mm -hmm. of love. So it's all about love. It's all about love. When we try to break that chain of love, okay, love begetting love, then we start having war. We start having corruption. We start having the, uh, the, the environment being depleted or resources being depleted, and we, we start running health scatter, and then love becomes miserable, okay, for us. So love is what makes the world go around. Business is love, and I will want everybody to keep repeating it to themselves. Love what you do. Do what you love. If you stop loving something, then you need to stop doing it. Find something else that you love. Otherwise, you're going to be miserable. Your neighbors will be miserable. Your customers will be miserable. And the products you're going to produce will be miserable. At the end of the day, the business is going to fail. Yeah. You know, that is so logical. And I suspect that there are people that never went, hmm, well, now that he says that, that makes total sense. And I'm in the wrong line of work. Or, I love what I do. No wonder this feels so satisfying. So I, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to explain that. Um, do you think that more people are becoming interested in spirituality now that we're in this pre-COVID times? What, what do you, what's your thoughts on that? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, apart from the statistics that show that uh, at least almost 20-something percent of Americans and also people around the world have shown more interest in spirituality uh, since COVID uh, began. Apart from that, in my own interactions with people, I've seen a lot of interest. If you go online, if you go on uh, even on Instagram, Facebook, and all the social media, and also TV, you and radio also, you're going to see and hear a lot of people asking questions. And mm -hmm. when, uh, if you add uh, the, the war that is going on right now, then you see that a lot of interest have actually, uh, more people are showing a lot of interest in spirituality. Why is that so? It is so because I want to go back to, I want to share an African uh, proverb here. You know, the Yoruba people, that's where I come from in, in Lagos, Nigeria, say that this world is a marketplace, okay? And heaven 
is our home. Okay. Another another way of putting it is that this world is a school, and heaven is our home. Okay. So when we all, I prefer to say this this world is a mall, you know, like a shopping mall, and heaven is home. Okay. So when we are now we're in the shopping mall or the marketplace or in the school, that that's where we are. And then what are we doing here in the school? Things are getting tough or tougher, okay? Things are getting very rough, you know. We're meeting people who are beginning to lose their sense of humanity and they don't mind invading the space of their neighbors. And we're going to see more and more of that. And then we also we had uh, a virus that did not have any respect for anybody's space whatsoever mm-hmm. and did not, I mean, did not differentiate between your economic status or your 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 racial profile or whatever. He it it killed so many people. It's quite unfortunate that happened. But then they they something that came out of it is people start asking questions. What is this world all about? Why are we here? Did we come from somewhere, and are we going somewhere? You know, so, and that is when, because I go around teaching people, showing people how they can apply that 21-day program in my book, which I call Soulfulness, to be able to realign or harmonize, okay, the material and the spiritual parts of themselves. You know, and when you do, you discover that you become the total person. You become, like, I call it a unified person. You become a real human being. Okay, then things that trouble other people uh, with a lot of uncertainties, you know, that is going on right now, stop troubling you because you will know that first and foremost, you are spirit. Okay, you've got the mind, you've got the body, you've got the emotions, but primarily your spirit. But then, see, talking about it is not enough. Okay, reading about it is not enough. You have to do. You have to be very practical about it, and that is what I've offered in my book that you mentioned earlier. Within 21 days, people can do some practical, okay, uh, techniques and program and follow the program, and they'll be able to discover for themselves uh, these so-called secrets of life. I don't mean there are no secrets. Okay, but there are secrets to people who have not made the efforts to know. So, so we're at the point in life right now, in the, in the progress of the human race, where we all need to harmonize both the physical and the spiritual parts of ourselves. Otherwise, um, there will be a lot of suffering, and the suffering is not about physical pain, but the emotional and mental anguish that people go through. Look at how, how many millions of people died during COVID. Where do they go after they're, they're dead? And all of us who are alive well, I want to know also, where do we go when we die? And that is something that practicing soulfulness, you know. Now that someone is going to tell you, you're going to find out where people, where you, you're going to go when you die. But then the first question is, where were you before you were born? Okay, mm-hmm. all of that, they're answered, all those questions are answered in soulfulness. Masha, 
Yes. <laughs> I, don't, know, I, don't, I don't want to take to spend no, too much know, energy at it. But. I, I want to tell you something. I am coming yes, up ahead, at myself. the end of seven years of doing this. My anniversary for starting my Born to Talk radio show started in April of 2015. Well, I don't think I have ever been this quiet and non-interruptive with any guest the way I have been with you. So if you're wondering, I, oh, my God, I, did I, you just I, hang I, up? I, I, hope I, I hope that is a good thing. <laughs> that, is, that is a really good thing because I feel like I'm sitting in front of a master. It's kind of like, oh boy, what was that movie that a, my... Oh, Masha, what a compliment. You know, what was that movie, The Karate Kid, where the kid is sitting in front of the master? Oh, yeah, I, feel like, I love that. You know, because we are connecting on a very deep and spiritual point, and I typically, I'm an interrupter, because frankly, I interrupt because I, I'm looking for clarification. And when I'm not quite sure what the point is, I find myself interrupting. But guess what? One of the reasons, and my, my people that have been listening to me for years going, oh, my God, why have I not interrupted? Because you were so precise and because you were so clear and because you use words like realign and harmonize our physical and our yeah. emotional self. Harmonizing, yes. that those yes. words mean things to different people. And I just, I love the way you express yourself. And you have been on, um, this could be a four-hour show. I wish we were neighbors. Um, <laughs> so you yourself. Who have, knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe someday. <laughs> maybe someday. Um, but you have been on your own spiritual journey since, I was told, since you were six years old. What 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 was that? Tell me about that. <laughs> oh yes, uh, man, I, that, that's a long journey, you know. When when, when I was about um, when I was three years, that is when my grandma died. Okay, I was very close to her. Okay, and something happened the the, the morning that she died. Okay. Um, I I went to her room every morning. I used to go to her room because she was living with us. Okay, I used to go to her room and give her a hug. Okay, and sometimes I spend time with her, you know, in bed. Okay, and when I got to, I was heading to her room that morning. You know, I saw her and I, you know, I hugged her. But then I was surprised that people were crying. Okay, and they say, oh, grandma is, is dead. But I, I couldn't understand because I, I saw her there. She was right there, and she didn't look dead, okay? So, but I didn't understand, okay, that, oh, I was actually seeing the spiritual form of grandma. So when I was about six, you know, that is when I now began to ask questions okay so what why what why is it that i could see and also hear and understand some things that others others would would not you know they would appear to be ignorant of these things 
Okay. For instance, uh, there's an example I had, had given. For instance, I'm I'm walking with my mom down the road, and then there is a pregnant lady coming. Okay, walking towards <laughs> us, and I could see that oh, this lady is carrying a baby girl. Okay. And and you I, I would, you know, and I, yeah, and I would say, maybe wave to her, and I say, hi, you know, and then my mom would say, who are you waving at? I say, oh, I'm, I'm waving to her baby girl, you know, the baby girl. And I say, which baby girl? You know, and I said, yeah, she's, she's going to give birth to a baby girl, you know. So that is, you know, and my mom would say, please stop that. Stop it. <laughs> you know, because she realized that I was the only one I was seeing or knowing those things. So I began to question. I began to study, you know, and I began to see or to find out how we could use this knowledge, okay, and all this, um, I call them resources, okay, the ability to, to see, know, hear beyond the five senses, okay, to make life much easier and happier for us. So that is how it began for me. Wow, interesting. <laughs> that's how it began for and me, yeah. That's, that's, that's fascinating. And then, I mean, like I said, you, you have lived a very interesting life, and we are going to spend time talking about your book, so I want people to, to, to pay attention. This is a one-hour podcast, and we will talk about your book. But before we get right to the book, um, in 2010, you did something that most people would never do. And you began a seven-year solitude in, a remote, in remote places that you referred to as the wilderness. So I, what was that like? What was that all about for you to, to be were – you, were you not around any people? Were you completely in solitude? Yes, I – thank you, Masha. Uh, in, it started in February – 2010, you know, I, I had a close encounter with uh, four armed or gunmen, you know, and uh, they almost killed me, but I, 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 was, I survived it, okay? So, and in doing so, or the process of surviving it, I had to rely on all the spiritual resources that I've, all my life I've worked with. And this included guardian angels, okay, so that really helped me out of that very tight situation. I, so when I came out of that experience, I had to tell myself some very honest truth, okay, that I needed to do more of harmonizing, okay, the, my physical and the spiritual selves, okay, and also to re- I say rededicate myself to doing what I'm doing right now, okay? I've mm-hmm. always done this, but I had not done it the way I'm doing it right now, okay? Um, I used to, I was spending more time in chasing after money, okay? Just like <laughs> what most people do, you know? Uh, we want to make a lot of money, and because of it, I neglected what I call the the Marie mission, and that is to show us, to show the whole world that, look, we have access to resources beyond the five senses, 
we have access to resources beyond the mind, okay? We have what we call the soul or spirit. And if we can harmonize these parts of us, because it's not somewhere far away from us. Everything is just within us, okay? If we can harmonize these parts of us, we will have access to more skills, more resources, and more blessings, okay, that can help us. And creativity is also a very important word to use here. We'll have access to greater creativity that can help make our life here much, much, much happier. Okay. So I, I, I decided to leave the city. I decided to leave uh, money chasing. And then I went to a place in a remote place where I stayed. Okay. Of course, I had access to people, but not um, like waking up doing a nine to five. I wasn't doing any of that. I, I just got a, a, a small apartment somewhere. It looks like somewhere in the jungle, you know, and I had no contact with the people who knew me, okay, intimately. So I was just by myself. And what was I doing? I was spending all my time, okay, there in contemplation, in meditation, and in rediscovering myself. And one of the things that came out of that, um, uh, I call it mission or assignment I give to myself, is this my book, okay? And mm -hmm. a couple of other books came out of it too because while I was there, I was writing, okay? I spent like three years in contemplation, then I now went into writing, you know, some of the things I was rediscovering about myself that I believe that if all the people had access to these things, it would help to make life easier for all of us. So this is what I'm saying now. You don't have to uh, go into the wilderness, Okay. I think I've done that. Okay. So <laughs> you did that for what, me. What thank I you. <laughs> so what I've gained from it, I already put down in words and techniques in my books that if you do this the program, this DIY program that I have in my books, you you can be doing your nine to five and yet you will be able to harmonize, okay, both the physical and the spiritual parts of you and you are going to be happier you're going to be more creative for it you know it's it's funny um tosin and i know a lot of people call you james um no but... please go ahead I, I love the way you call my name <laughs> beautiful I, oh well thank you i i'm a word person which makes sense for somebody that talks a lot and a word that continues to bubble up for me that that makes me picture and feel because you've used a lot of really great words but what word continues to just resonate with me is to harmonize you know you think about harmony you think about well maybe some people would think oh you know i'm an alto i'm a tenor i'm a soprano you know and we sing together and we harmonize or maybe yeah. you think I'm in harmony because it's a beautiful day and I'm looking out the sky and I see the moon or I see the sun or I see the stars or I, my spouse or whomever, your, your children, wherever you are, I feel like when you're aligned and you're in harmony that that is the love that you are talking about. And it seems yes. like it should be, in quotes, so simple. However, yes. 
It's not. Because <laughs> you have to recognize if you are out of alignment, are one of your tires really flat? Is that why yeah. going down the road is so uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. are you inside your body, inside your spirit, inside yourself when the lights are out and you're quiet? Mm-hmm. Now, I do I do follow a yoga practice, and so I do understand meditation. I do understand mindfulness, and I do understand how to breathe properly because I sit on the anxious side of life, and I understand that that needs to be maintained. Okay, so you feel anxious right now. Do you recognize that? Well, yes, I do. Okay, well, what are you going to do about it? Well, you're going to take a deep breath, and you're going to bring those shoulders Mm -hmm. back down where they belong. Calm down. It's going to be fine. You're going to get air in that tire. You're going to be fine. So I just, I love the terms that you use, and I know that you've got some incredibly inspiring stories, and I thought perhaps you could just share one of them with us that's come from the soulfulness um, that yes. that maybe you could just share with us right now. Yes, and thank thank you, uh, Masha. You, you know the way you described it, it's so perfect. You know uh, where people are out of sync. You know out of harmony. Uh, that is when we have problems. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, which means ab initio. That means from the beginning we had harmony. Okay, when you're born, everything is the way it should be. But because we place it just attention, seriously speaking, when we place attention on the wrong things, okay, then we're, we're going to create disharmony, okay, in, in, in our system. And when we do, a lot of unhappiness, you know, comes, you know, out of it. Um, regarding the, uh, the the question about uh, my the stories from soulfulness. Oh my God, I, I, I have <laughs> a, million, a million stories, I both bet. in the book and out out of the book. But but let me let me just let me try to share something. Um, when is the soulfulness uh, involves very practical? You don't need to sit down. Okay, you may sit down to do these techniques, but you you don't really need to. You could you could do them while driving. You know, you could do them while sitting down at work. So I'll, I'll give one example. Um, some years back, you know, I used to have a lot of issues with uh, uh, typhoid fever. You know, I, I was always mm. sick. You know, and many times I go to the, the doctor, and the doctor will say, "Hey, we can." What is really wrong with you? Because you've been fully treated, you know, just about two weeks ago. Why is it that you're going down again uh, with this issue? You know, so as it goes with soulfulness, so as I, I decided to find out, okay, from the universe, what was actually wrong with me? You know, so I just sat down and I was in my office and I did a small a technique, which is in the book, you know, it's in my book. And I'm telling you, while I was there seated, this was daytime, I could see what I did, what I saw was like um, like a video. Okay, this was in the mind's eye, or you might call it in the spirit of vision. I saw something that looked like a video of a chicken that was sick. This chicken was was coming down with one sickness or the other, you know. And and I saw that this chicken was about to die. So, and while I was looking at that chicken, this is in a vision, by the way, 
I also had the intuition, okay, like a knowingness that, oh, eating chicken was what was giving me the problem that I was having. And all the things related to poultry, okay, like eggs and the rest. Oh, boy. I, okay, I saw that. That was a little bit surprising because, man, I love chicken <laughs> so much, you know. And so... So how will I do? So I began to research, and then I went to the doctor, and I found that really that what causes typhoid fever, which is called Salmonella typhi, could, I mean, breeds well in, you know, dairy and poultry, okay? So especially when it's not properly cooked, okay? Mm-hmm. So, so, I, so what I just told myself, hey, do away with this. So I decided to stop taking it. And I got better. You know, when I went back to the doctor, I said, I'm fine now. And then I told her the story. And she said, wow, that's interesting. But it's a good thing that you were able to discover that for yourself. Okay, right. so see, the soulfulness helps us in many ways. This has to do with health. But there are so many other ways, love, relationships, creativity, our businesses, and so on and so forth. I have too many stories, but not enough time to tell them. <laughs> well, people can buy your book. And, and I would just say this as we, as we start to speak about your book. What I so appreciate about your book are several things. Number one, now this is from a critic looking at a book. I like the size of your font. I like okay. the feel of holding the book. I like the fact that it feels like you are speaking to me. I feel your voice in the words and the way you speak. And therefore, for me, and I'm going to just say this, I, I, I shouldn't be admitting this when I have so many authors that are on my show, but I don't tend to read a lot because it's not usually written the way your book is written. And so I can really adapt and understand your words because to me it sounds like we're speaking and you are sharing, I'm hearing you through your words. And I, I, really, I really appreciate that. And um, so that I give you enough time to really talk about your book because we are going to be talking about what we can look for and the, and the greater meanings in our lives. Do you yeah. ever work one-on-one with people? I mean, do you do you ever have a practice where people can actually benefit from working with you one-on-one? Yes, yes, Masha. But uh, before before I answer that, I should yes, not <laughs> I shouldn't overlook the fact that you just gave me another a very large dose of love again. You know by. <laughs> By appreciating the style, you know, and you, you're very, very, I would say you're very, very intuitive, okay, because um, when I was in the wilderness and I was thinking of writing, okay, and I said, hey, I've read so many books, okay, thousands and thousands of them on this same topic, and most of them, they just sounded so Brilliant, okay, but at the end of the day, they did not communicate much, okay, so, and then I look at who are the people who need this, 
Okay, so they are my friends, they are my family, they are people that I meet on the road, they are people that I meet in the mall. So what kind of language do I use in interacting with those people? And that is the mm -hmm. conversational, you know, which is what we're using right now, you know. So, yeah. so, it, it, so that is why that style was chosen. But I thank you very much for being able to identify it, appreciating it. Thank you, thank you uh, very You're much. Welcome. So. Regarding the uh, when Working I want one-on-one -on -one. One -on -one with people, yes, uh -huh. I do. Okay, not with too many people, but I work with people that are very desirous. You know, they 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 have this determination that they want to improve their themselves. Okay, maybe to be able to apply themselves better to their businesses or in love relationships or in creativity. They may be musicians, artists, even politicians, because I have a 90-day program that I take one-on-one -on -one with people. Every day you're going to do something. You're going to do a particular technique. And at the end of the day, you discover that your dream life your imagination, your ability to harmonize, your ability to tap into the what I call the endless, boundless uh, reservoir of grace, okay, and, and creativity, you will be able to reach into this and you see that your life is going to improve. So I do work one-on-one -on -one with people. Okay. okay. Uh, sorry for using so many words to to no, no, no. To, to say no. to say a yes. <laughs> well, Vino, you know, so let me ask you. I'm I am looking right now right on your um website. So if somebody okay. specifically wanted to do that, would they just contact you about that? Oh, yes. Uh if they go okay. to my website, they will see um my social uh, there will see some icons on how to get in touch with me, how to send an email, or how uh -huh. to meet me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and the rest, yes. and the rest of them. All of them are on my website, you know, yes. uh, which is uh, is com. Okay, so yes. they just send me a message, and I will reply. Wonderful. That's good to know. So let's. Let's talk about your book. Oh, my gosh, I knew we were going to run out of time. Um, I'm going to let – I know that you have some questions in front of you that you and I knew we were going to speak about, but we've got about a little over 15 minutes left before this hour comes okay. to a conclusion. So with that in mind, we could spend an hour on these next three questions. I think I would like to give you the opportunity – to decide what amongst those questions you would like to address, and I will follow along with you, and you let me know. Okay. What would you like okay. to talk about? Would you like to talk about the program, your principles, your technique? Yeah. A little bit. You let me know, and I'll follow your lead. Ma Ma Masha, you know, something I uh, – thank you very much for giving me that so much freedom. <laughs> you said, <laughs> Masha, one thing I love so much is, is what can make us – as individuals, better human beings, okay? Uh, what can make you to be happier doing, okay? What can make the whole world a better place for all of us, you know? So without trying to bottle it in a particular uh, concept or program, I, I say anything that you believe is best, please, we'll talk about it. 
You know, sure. the book is it's good, for instance, to say, hey, buy the book. But I tell people it's not about buying the book for me. Yeah. It's about people improving their lives. You know, if if you take the book and and you just read it, well, yeah, some people read it and they get a lot of, you know, good things from it and they're happier, okay, one way or the other. But I prefer people taking the book and doing the 21-day program, which means every day, starting on a Sunday, you're going to do a particular technique, you know, and those mm-hmm. techniques that you do will expose you to all the goodness, the love, the grace, creativity in the universe, okay? And at the end of the 21 days, you are going to be a better person, okay, for yourself and your neighbor, okay? So that means a lot more to me, okay, than, oh, I want to sell 100 million books and all of that. No, right. you, you know, so it's about someone being a happier person, okay? And at the, at the end, if I have some time, I would try to share a technique from the book that anybody can do. You know, they, they may not buy the book. They may buy the book. Okay, but on your own, if you do that technique on a daily basis, you discover that you, you'll be a better person. Okay, you'll well, be able to harmonize. Yes. yes. So let, I'm looking at your um, website right now, and I re- I, this is what I'm reading as you're speaking. It says, be quiet. Listen to the silent voice. You will see and hear the secret of life. That's profound. So (laughs) rather than going over the principles, which are in your book, let's talk about some of these techniques. We've got got 15 minutes, Tolson. So so in this this time, let's let's talk about some of these um, techniques that, you can help us discover about ourselves. Yeah. It, 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 the, the program, there's a 21-day program in the book, has um, it's, uh, about 30 techniques, you know, uh-huh. 30 of them, um, which you do over a period of 21 days, okay? And uh, many of them. So many of them, many of them, People are familiar with, you know, a few of them that they are created them, you know, especially when I was in the wilderness, okay, and they really helped me and they've been able to help people. Um, but one of them that I, I would like to, to share with people right now, it's a word, you know, that word is, when you write it, it's H-U, okay, from the word human, you know, we all say, I'm a human being, okay? I'm a human being. We're all humans. But then what does it really mean, okay? The word human has two words joined together. The first part is H-U, hue, and then you have man, okay? The, the man at the back of it, the, the, it's, it refers to the mind, the emotions, and the body, okay? It's from mana. Okay, the original word is mana. Then the first mm. word there, you, okay, it's the spirit. Okay, that is spirit. It's not anybody's language, by the way. And I've spent a lot of time and I've, years, and I've had a lot of experiences since I was little. And I know that that word is not anybody's language. It is actually the word that was used, that 
that brought into manifestation everything in the universe okay and everybody hears it okay but we don't really understand or place attention on it okay and this is how it, it goes or this is how it sounds Hmm. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> See, yeah. see when, when you, if you block your ears, okay, just put a finger, you know, to block each uh, uh-huh. ear, you, 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 and you listen, you're going to hear it. It's within you, okay? When the doctor or the nurse put, put the stethoscopes to the, to, the, to the heart, Okay, and they listen. They hear the the heart. That is how it it, it sounds. When the, you switch on your car engine, okay, and it's working well, it's going to make the same sound, and it goes and it continues. The same with the refrigerator or the air conditioner or the propeller of the of the aeroplane and the rest of it and the engines everything that's alive makes that sound if we go to the biblical you know um experiences let's say on the day of pentecost for those who know the bible very well they said the disciples of jesus were in the upper room they were praying and the holy spirit descended on them okay there is something that is important in the experiences they had there was the light okay and then they spoke in tongues but then there was another thing that most people don't actually take cognizance of and that is what they call the mighty rushing or the russian mighty wind okay the wind when the wind Mm -hmm. is mighty and is rushing it makes that sound very heavy Mm -hmm. like you know but that sound is not, it's the sound that comes from the heart of the creator itself, from the source of all life. And when you are able to intone it, okay, or sing it, or chant it, or think about it, you discover that you are able to harmonize. You begin the process of harmonizing the higher part of yourself and the lower part of yourself so i tell people those who are listening right now it's something you can do you can do it in the morning you can do it in the evening you can do it anywhere take a walk in the park or you while you're driving uh, don't close your eyes you know <laughs> keep your eyes open <laughs> you know and just take a deep breath and on the outward breath you sing it like this and then you breathe in again and you do it again and you can do it like 10 minutes okay or if you have the time 15 minutes 20 minutes now when you're doing it surrender everything all your worries all your cares all the fears surrender it to the universe or higher power or God whichever one you find you know very comfortable you know, to relate with, just surrender, okay? Because everything is going to be okay. What, why we worry is this. Okay, most of us, if you ask the question, where were we before we came here? Most people will have no answer, okay? Mm -hmm. But yet, we were somewhere before we came here. 
That means before we were born. Okay. So, but then we're born into this life and then we're surrounded by so many things, beautiful and ugly and, and, you know, and bad and good. And then we begin to worry. We begin to set targets for ourselves. Okay. Oh, I need to make a million dollars one month. If I don't, then I'm miserable. I'm unsuccessful. I am not loved by my, my, by my business or by my industry. Now, those standards we set for ourselves, they're all artificial. Okay. So, but then when we go within and we start harmonizing, you discover that even if you need to make a million dollars a week, you can make the million dollars with less stress, okay? And then you'll be able to enjoy your life better. But then one thing you're going to discover is this. The universe loves you. The universe cares about you. The universe wants you to succeed, okay? In everything you do, as long as you're not harming or trying to hurt another human being, okay? If what your motivation is goodwill to all men and women, you discover that the universe is going to give you what some people call grace, you know, love, kindness, creativity. All these resources and help will come to you. So when you sing or chant or think about this word, the hue of the human, you begin to harmonize the hue and the man, and then you are able to operate as a human, okay? What the problem now, like we talked about earlier, Masha, is there is this harmony between the hue and the man, okay? So most of the, of the time, we are only operating as the man, okay? And by man here, I mean the, the lower part of us, not necessarily male or female gender okay right. so but then when you if you sing this hue the technique i just gave you are able to harmonize spirit which is the hue with the mind and the body which is called man and then you are able to operate as a human being then things like you know things like war you know uh, corruption people cheating people People producing defective products just because they want to make a lot of profit, you know, or people trying to envy or bring harm, you know, to, another, to others will vanish because then we'll all be thinking, feeling, acting as true human. Masha. <laughs> It sounds, it sounds, sounds wait like to, Eldorado. Oh, gosh. I can't. It's so funny, um, Tosa. I can't wait to sh- – uh, my yoga classes are on, on Tuesday. And okay. um, I'm going to make sure that, you know, when we inhale and we exhale, because um, we're, we're silent. We, we only hear that instructor. Yeah. I'm going yes. to add the hue yeah. to that sound as I exhale. I'm going to feel it, I'm going to have my eyes closed, and I'm going to focus on the spirit, which is, I mean, we look at the word human, H-U-M-A-N, you've now redefined a different way of looking at that term, and it has nothing to do with what religion you practice. It really Not at all. None at all. This is inclusive, not exclusive. 
and I and I that's very important for me personally that I never want anybody to feel like well shoot this doesn't really include me yes it does because we are all human human, human. That, is, that is what we are that is we, what are, we are all human and it it's sort of regardless of of whether you're in the business world looking to attain a lot of money whether you're retired and you're looking to stay healthy and maybe travel or whatever it is that your heart desires um you have to know what it is to start with and i think that's one of the beauties of your book to be perfectly honest with you because if you're like me and you need a a way to be organized so that there's not so much chatter going on up there because trust me sometimes i have to say knock it off already particularly the judgmental one. And that's yeah. <laughs> something else I've learned very much in trying to put in my everyday practice from my yoga experience, which is without judgment. And I think yeah. that is so important. And there's no doubt in my mind that you are feeling that same sentiment without judgment. So harmonizing yeah. and being yeah. in harmony without judgment is yeah, a paramount yeah. feature in moving forward because we can we can always change yes we have habits yeah, that are ingrained yeah. maybe this is what you've always done and this is what you'll always do and and that's fine because yeah. maybe that brings you comfort but what about yeah. stepping out slightly from your comfort zone mm-hmm. and examining your life in a little different way. And that's what I believe your book allows people to experience. Have I gotta ask yeah. you, have you done a TED talk yet? I'm I'm yet to do that. But I, oh, I look my. forward to to doing it very soon. <laughs> I have a I, I have a connection. I have oh, a beautiful. connection for you regarding uh-uh. that. And I'm, I think I'm, that can, can we can can we do it next week? <laughs> sure, yeah, not probably so much. I'm ready. But, um, you know, thank, I, thank I you think, very much for that, Masha. Thank well, you. Well, I I think your message is important, and I you know I I'm I would be remiss to not mention Devin Blaine at this time. I don't always mention her, but when people are so can bring so much light into sometimes a dark place, then we all gain by that. I don't, I, and that's what I think you, that's what you give, is you, you have this experience in life that you have experienced that someone else can say, I may not be walking in the same experience he had. First of all, I, I've never been to Nigeria, so I don't know what that's like. But okay. I can also just apply. I can apply yeah. to what it is you're talking about and mm. maybe share it with others. And I think yeah. that is an enormous gift. I I see you as a gift. And Thank I will make sure much. that <laughs> I do. I mean that. I, I don't you. need to say that. And and Masha, you a yes. great gift to the world. You are, you uh-huh. are, and it's the same as De- uh, Devon Devon Blaine. You know, uh-huh. she's, she's a wonderful lady. 
you know, and she's full of light, just like you. Thank well, you very much for, for doing you what know, you're doing. I, you know, it, it's hard for me to not immediately put my hand over my heart because it, it just instinctively goes there. And I think that what you're doing is wonderful. I'll be curious to see if you have another book coming out in the future. Do you? Are yeah. you working on a book as we yes, speak? Yes, 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 yes. Um, I think around October this year, I have a, another book coming coming out. Um, Perfect. Uh, but be, be, but before the book, I'm working on an app. Okay with a couple right. of people around the world to help people sleep better and to help oh. people dream, dream better, okay? Because we spend like maybe 12 hours in a day and then 12 hours, you know, most of it in, in, the, in bed or in the, in the room. But so what really happens when we go to, to sleep? Well, what happens when we're in bed? You know, that, there mm-hmm. is an app that I'm developing with people to help guide us on how to sleep properly, positions nice. and other things that will really help us. Because all these things help to make us better human, to help us harmonize the hue and the man in us. Oh, I so, love that. Uh, I can assure you, my friend, that when October is rolling around, I will definitely have you back, so that Thank we you can very hear much, where Marcia. you stand. I, and, I, and I and I mean that. And if it's November, whatever, it's thank, it's a Thanksgiving month anyway. So who knows? Yes. But I would Thank just you say very that much, I think the app idea is wonderful. I am so fortunate in that I actually sleep well, but I know so many that don't. That that wake up in the middle of the night, and their brain is going a mile a minute, and mm-hmm. they can't shut mm-hmm. it down. And it's like, yeah. oh my goodness, you wait, you you're exhausted. You haven't rested well. That doesn't mean you're going to be very productive. You might be grouchy and tired and and miserable. And maybe your health even suffers because we know that sleep is yes. important to our health. So yes. uh, I think that so, this would be a wonderful time for us to, you know, reconsider being together again in the fall to hear yes, where yes. where you've gone from here. But I would just say this is this has been a, an absolute joy. And I'm Thank I you. have you have taught me a lot. I look forward to doing my 21 days. I guess I missed the memo about starting it on a Sunday. But without yes. judgment, so what, Marsha? You started it on a Monday. I don't think you're going to be sent to the principal's office. So not no, to not worry. <laughs> not not to worry. Oh my goodness. Well, because we do live in the same part of the world here, um, yes. at some point I will will want to meet with you and look. I, I, I look forward to it. I look forward to it, Marsha. We'll, we'll make that too. happen very soon. We will make we'll that make happen. happen. All make right. Happen. Well, as we end this last day of March, where does the time go? I just want to thank you so very kindly for spending this time with me and improving my life and those that have listened with us. Thank you again uh, they, they, so much. Thank, thank you very much, Masha. The feeling is mutual. Thank you for the gift. Thank you for being on your show or inviting me to be on your show. It's been a very wonderful time here. You're a it great has. light. You're a great thank light you. to the world. Please, please. Thank you. Thank you very thank much. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, everyone. 
Be well, be safe, be in harmony, and love yourself. Because my mother always said, you can't expect somebody to love you if you don't love yourself. Pretty good words from my mom. Bye for now, everybody.